Wars. Nothing but Star Wars. Give me the Star Wars. Don't let them in. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the... Well, this is a Star Wars podcast. This is the Weird Science Marvel Comics podcast, but we have a Star Wars episode, as you can hear. And we're going to be going through Star Wars Bounty Hunters number 27. It seems to be back on track. Everything seems to be coming out, at least in in a fair amount of not money delays right now. So that's pretty cool. As we still deal with stuff from the Crimson Dawn, Kira, all that going on. But this book, the Bounty Hunters book, me and my man Matt, who's here. What's up, Matt? What's up? And we, we actually like more of the Valance stuff, which we've actually put on the back burner. And even in this, we get a little bit of Valance, but not enough in my no. mind. We'll have to see what he's up to. But before we get into this, please go over to our Twitter at WS Marvel Comics. Follow us. We'll follow you back. And then check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash weird science, where you can get a bunch of shows and early access to things all of that stuff and then go check out our website for written reviews at weird science marvel comics.com but like i said we're doing star wars bounty hunters number 27 and yeah i kind of i went valance i i tonga and lasha were good when they were the secondary story in my mind when you end up wanting more and more valance and getting less and less I think it's showing some of the cracks in the story with Tonga and Lasha, which I will end up by the end having a, a bit of a problem with Lasha and now her new motivation because she's had these changing motivations. At one yeah. point, she just didn't want to be involved. Then she became the best bounty hunter in the entire galaxy overnight. And now she's back to, I have to get better. Oh my God, this stuff happening. And it's kind of one of those things that, yeah, I like her enough, and I like Tonga, but I kind of want more balance, but that's just me. Here we go with the recap here. Reeling from her team's failed mission against Crimson Dawn, Tonga is in desperate need of credits to keep her crew together. With open bounties few and far between, she may have no choice but to accept an offer of employment from the woman who defeated her, the diabolical Kira. To avoid that fate, however, she may be putting the team in even more peril. Balance is also treading on unstable ground, handpicked by Darth Vader to lead an elite team ferreting out Crimson Dawn moles within the Imperial military. He may have started out serving the Empire against his will, but despite his protestations, the mantle is starting to grow disturbingly comfortable. It is written by Ethan Sachs, art by Paolo Villanelli, and Arif Priano on colors, letters by VCs Travis Lanham. And I think that most of what we're getting from Valance, and we're just going to get a little dribs and drabs here, they're making you think, man, he's really into this Empire stuff. I think that yep. we're not seeing as much because he's about to turn and run. I think that he's going to get the heck out. I love the idea, though, that he has his pretty face, and that's <laughs> going to be like the thing where you're going to read this and go, oh, man, he wants to keep that pretty face. Like He is now a male model. He's going around. They're swooning all over him. And yeah. I think that's supposed to be the push of, oh, man, he's not going to leave. He's sexy Valance now. He wants all the ladies. He's got and options now. He's not ready to leave. In my mind, that is all just set up, and we're going to see him get the heck out within maybe five issues. I don't know how uh, long a game they're going to play this, because he's not one of those. Like It's not like he's going to work within the Empire to be like, I'm going to bring them down for the Rebels. He's Valance. He doesn't really care about that. What he cares about is 
you know, the people that are already seemingly dead that he does not know about in all of that deal going on. And the one person who does know it is Lieutenant Hayden. Remember, she kept that message from him. Yes. I think this is what we're seeing. I think that he kind of knows something's up. But we start out with Tonga, who wakes up from a nightmare and ends up, oh, no, and looks like she's having nightmares of Boba Fett, which is kind (laughs) of funny, right? She wakes up. Yeah, fat. She just screams and looks over and says, oh, no, had a bad dream. Right, Lasha? Oh, my God, she's not there. Runs off and Lasha is pretty much Linda Hamilton. It looks like she's training. And that's the big thing where she's like, I got to get better. I got to get better. I'm going to grab that Vuker. I'm going to kill her. I'm going to get her. And she's all upset. We're going to end up continuing that by the end. That's the thing. When we get to it, I'll tell you why I have a problem with it. But All of this going on is they don't have a lot of work. They're trying to do things. And the big thing that Kira did say when she gave the offer to Tonga is, hey, you got to keep these this crew of yours. You have to keep them with credits in their pocket or they'll stab you in the back. And yeah, that she doesn't exactly have a crew that I would think, oh, man, they're really loyal. I mean, Bosk, not just Bosk, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm Zuckus. Forlum and Zuckus, I you end up finding out, I mean, the one who does seem loyal is Tasu, who we see even later say, I'm not going to turn on my family, even considers them family. But she has a ragtag crew. The problem is, as we go through this, because Tasu wants to actually take Kira's offer, and I forgot that they even knew of the offer. I thought it was just a secret little thing to <laughs> Tonga. But they have taken up a job. And I mean, they're you know at the bottom of the barrel jobs here and they've taken up a job to protect this head of the pikes this omel Sempak, which goes against tasu it seems the pikes and the narkanji are against each other they all hate each other and whatnot more i think on the I, the pikes are not good people no they're everybody hates them they are everybody. so racist Going with the the narkanji but it's a job and it's one of those like okay we got to accept the deal but Tasu's like, why don't we end up taking the job with Kira? And she has that problem. Well, Kira sent Dengar to kill. Like, I don't want to deal with this, you know, this whole thing back and forth. So let's just do this job. Let's get the money and not worry about it. You know, hey, we got to protect somebody that you might not necessarily like, but that happens all the time. Why don't we just do this? But it's really pushed with that idea, you know, Pikes. Narcon, they do not get along. They're not really, you know, friendly, but they're going to end up doing this whole deal, get the gig. And the gig, I don't know that I like the word disco being used in the uh, Star Wars. Uh, I, I, it just seems too, you know, earth. It just seems like something like it. Yeah. it you could have called it something, but I guess you just want everybody they to They just know. use regular English words. <laughs> yeah. Disco. It's like, even now, though, like, Again, a, a galaxy far, far away. And if I went to you and I said, hey, I'm heading to the disco tonight, you'd be like, oh, man, what are you, a wild and crazy guy? Look <laughs> at you. And we'd laugh about it and whatnot. But it is a pretty cool place because it's like this space station that's just outside the Cressa black hole. And they even mention it that it's just outside the event horizon. So when you're there, you get like the tingle. It's almost like pushing you a little to the to the way of the, the one side or whatever. And they say it's kind of a neat little... It's the gravity pulling on you. 
Yeah, and I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, as long as you don't get sucked in. Well, if if something goes wrong, they're all dead because it's just going to go through that. But in the meantime, and also, I would expect that at points, I know they say they're just outside, but you probably have to repair this thing. It's probably like pieces are flying off and whatnot. Now, it does set up if you throw somebody out of this disco, they're probably in big trouble. I mean, they'd be in big trouble anyway. They're in space, but even with something, they'd go in a black hole. It's pretty vicious. But they end up where this is where this guy, Omel Sempak, he is going to celebrate. He just had this big victory. They talk about this big victory. Later, you'll find out, yeah, it's kind of sus, when you, especially with Tasu involved. But mm-hmm. they end up going there, and this guy, he's just a piece of crap. I mean, when you go there, they end up going, all right, who, even not even just Tasu, they're like, oh, who are these pieces of crap that are going to guard me? I'm like, really? You ended up have you were desperate as much as we were. Nobody wanted to do this. And it was last minute, they said. But they think that there's going to be maybe some bad people there trying to assassinate him, trying to kill him. And they pretty much, in my mind, they know it would be the Narkanji that would end up, you know, going against them. So they hire this and having Kasu there throws him off. And boy, they are just awful to him. They're just awful, like, oh, look at this piece of crap. I mean, they keep doing it to everybody, but more to him. And you're like, hey, I'm just here to protect you. I'm just here to go. Also, they're like, really, why would you end up having this party? At what? It's so hard for us to even guard you in this place. It's so crowded, all this. And yeah, there's people everywhere. It's not defensible, they said. Yeah, exactly. Though it is weird that this is like something that seems so separated that it would be tough to sneak onto this. I know it's a big thing, but it seems like they're like, almost like I bought out Disneyland. Like I'm Michael Jackson for a weekend. I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to buy you. Like they do that. At the, and that's when you know that you have a lot of dough and a lot of pull when you could buy Disneyland for the day or whatnot. But in that, if I tried to sneak in during that day that Michael, J- I'm not going to be able to sneak in. I mean, where is it where they don't need bodyguards as much as they just need a guy, a bouncer at the door. Mm-hmm. Check, you know, check the, the cards here. Check the but There you go. It's the disco. You know, those discos. <laughs> so they, they go, everybody's dancing it up. It is funny that it, it really does play off like a disco. I need it more mirror balls and stuff like that. Probably what you need to get a realistic disco here, more mirror balls and a lot of Coke. That's what you <laughs> need at the disco. It's like, you know, Studio 54. That place was sus. Uh, but yeah, the one of the worst things ever is to see the pictures of Studio 54. And you're looking, it's like, oh, there's all the stars. Of the, oh, there's Drew Barrymore. She's like seven in there. Yeah, I'm she like, was there, oh, yeah. my God, Drew. Come on. She had some troubles in her early days uh, uh-huh. and rebounded, though. So it's good. You end up where they're going to go and protect things. And you're really pushing the idea that this Omel Sempek, he's just a piece of crap. Right. He's just it's he horrible. doesn't care about him. He he's he's goading them into doing something, either looking the other way, and we'll see, you know, what happens by the end. But then we go back to the <laughs> righteous fist, the Imperial Star Destroyer, where Valance is there. Valance has a problem and it's it's kind of like a, a Superman problem. This has come up at points with him or even a flash sometimes. Wolverine too. Yeah, well because of yeah, because of the healing factor. Where you end up where you can't get drunk. You keep drinking and drinking and drinking and can't get drunk. He's even worse because he's, you know, half cyborg. So he even says, like, through this whole deal, hey, my my internal filters break down the alcohol. He can't even taste it. 
Like that yeah. makes it even worse. You can't taste it and you can't get drunk. It's pretty bad. Yeah. The rest of them, like, well, they could at least probably taste it. He can't. So oh. this is worthless. So you end up again where, of course, serving drinks. Let's get a droid over there. Comes over. Here is your drink. Balance. And he's like, oh, all right. I like with this. It's basically the bro a ser- drink server, but it's like a party. Like, what are you nursing it? I, I t- I'm telling you, it's yeah. like some guy at a party making fun of you. Like, oh, man, you want another beer? You nursing that one? Because he's just get. Are you gathering drinks or are the deal is Ooh, like chatty? This guy stop bringing them then, robot. <laughs> I think it's because Valance is a cyborg himself that this robot thinks he can get real, like you know, kind of shade throwing with him. Quish Valance said, "You watch yourself, you serving droid." But yeah. he ends up where I will. I don't want to tell because he says, "Listen, I can't taste it. It doesn't get me drunk. It's useless. Just put it down." That pretty lady over there who sent this for you will not think that's great. And he looks over, and the ladies are on balance. They're all loving him because he's a hero, too. I mean, he's a good-looking guy now. You don't have the Terminator half-face going, and he <laughs> saves some people. This girl's like, all right, let's go. And with that, Ben, he's so popular that then this jerk-off comes in, and, and this General Bordeaux, he walks over and says, hey, balance, I'm, I want to sit with you says, yeah, I heard about you saving all those engineers. Pretty cool. But let me tell you what I did on Hoth. This guy. Here we go. He might as well have his Letterman's football jacket. He is now 48. And he's still talking about that Thanksgiving Day game his senior year that he may have (laughs) scored a touchdown. He's like, let me tell you about the one thing. And it is funny. It also reminds me if you're a Rick and Morty fan. I swear to God, he could just come over. Hey, you know anything about the gear wars? Exactly. It's exactly like that. Well, let me tell you about the gear war. It's like, oh, you're in for a treat now. And so Valance listens to this guy, but the guy does say something that kind of triggers him when he says, hey, it's good to meet another soul who appreciates that the only path to success is to throw oneself into danger to take action before the opportunity dissipates. And then he take action before. And and he stands up and, oh, at ease, soldier, at ease. And Valance runs off, actually pushes him to the side as he runs to spill that drink. And yeah. goes, oh, man, I didn't get to tell you about Hoth yet. And he does mention the idea. It is kind of funny that this guy was one of the guys on the ground on Hoth that ended up taking down the shield things and came in from the back. So he did get a promotion. He is a hero of, of Hoth, I mean, for yep. them. And so that's kind of funny. But that idea of take action before, you're supposed to think in this issue by the end that that means I better go start making out with Lieutenant Hayden. If you remember, she's the one with the cyborg eye who's like, you don't like me because I'm ugly. Maybe. But I think this is more of, I got to get the heck out of here. And this would be the way that he might be able to finagle something because he goes into her office, her room. And it's like, hey, baby, what's up? I figured I'd find you here. I want to get to know you better. She attacks him. I mean, she just jumps and just runs up to him, pushes him, and then ends up starts making out. But you see, he's not. Yeah, he's not as into it as she is. But I think that he's going to kind of be a piece of crap. And he's going to go with this to get his way, whatever he's up to. But I do think he needs some information he's going to try to find out and probably go find out that everything that he really has been all about is done and he's going to get away from darth vader but in that you then go back to the disco 
you just and the rest of this is just going to be a fight. And so you end up with, you know, Tonga's crew there and they're yelling. Tonga's yelling because it's really hard to guard this guy with everybody (laughs) jumping around. I mean, this guy has invited like 10,000 people. It looks like everybody's going nuts. They're all doing the ticka, ticka, boom, ticka, boom. Is playing out of the boom boxes, right? You have the DJ going. I wish that we would have seen, like, you know, Max Rebo's there. He's doing his thing. But yeah. in that, they know there's, and also, if, if you're going to be there, you, you got to do something more than just cover your head with, you know, your hoodie. It, because when you have a hood over, you look suspicious right away. The problem is the Narakanji are the ones who are going to be there as assassins, and all of these. Pikes would recognize that right away. We've seen it. The minute they saw Tesla, they're like, oh, what? what's yeah. this, you know, Narconji guy? So it, it just seems so obvious where you see these, you know, hooded figures walking. They're the ones. And I think Tonga realizes that too. But when Tonga says, why did you have to do it here? What's going on? This one guy, oh, I swear, is drunk off his butt. He's like, we like the, cr- the crush of black hole. It makes us tingle. He's there, everybody's dancing and whatnot. But <laughs> in that, you have these little moments where you see Tonga look over at the hardened Lasha now, because she is, and remembers like, oh man, we used to dance at places like this. We used to have the good times. And yep. this is where at one point, right in the middle of the fight, Tonga's like, why don't we just go back home and stop this nonsense? And Two Lasha, farmers. Lasha is just too into this now. And we said before, remember reading this book, we have had points where, uh-oh, Lasha has a taste for blood now because she didn't want to do anything, couldn't. And then immediately, boom, 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 she is like so in that I do think Tonga has to get her away. It's like when we talk about Just Lucky's brother. You got to get him out of any sort of gambling deal. You can't have him in a casino. I think that Lasha, you got to stop it now. You got to get her out because when you go forward with this and you do end up having these bad guys attack. You have these Narkanji attack, and, and then it's a big fight. And it comes down to trying to protect Omel Sempak while you also have Tasu run into some of his, you know, fellow Narkanjis, and they say, why are you guarding this piece of crap? But in this fight, you end up having things go on. And this is the deal. I like watching the crew, and we like that, but it's not yeah. much. You don't have too much. Like, I want to see Boss do something really Badass. I want to see, you know, four lemons. Because they, they're there. They end up, everybody's got their back. They're working as a good team. But at one point, and this is the thing that I have a problem with, Lasha just starts going to town on this guy, actually kills him and keeps going at it. Keeps going. Oh my yep, God. And, him. and like almost like having, you know, PTSD, almost, uh, you know, a flashback of, I, I'm better than that. I can protect that. Oh, my God, I'm going to do this. And Tonga realizes and says, oh, this is because you couldn't protect the Nexu. And that is the monster that ended up getting killed by Vukura when she pretty much sicked her on Vukura. So right there. Is the, He's kind of at fault. Yeah. Yeah. The problem with me and this is you want to play it off like it was, a, you know, oh, you killed my dog. You, they killed the problem is they never even gave a name to this thing. They just call it the Nexu. And to me, that's already, it doesn't show that there was that much of a connection. And we didn't really see much of a connection. If we would have had little bits of her with that Nexu, hey, I named it this, Bitey. Hey, I named it Bitey. It's, it's good. You never yeah. got that. 
Because even in the play with me and you going through all these and reading it, when you saw the next two, they were like, oh, crap, it's hiding in the, the shell. Oh, it's it's because Lasha. OK, I remember it really wasn't that big of a connection in this book. It would have been better if they made it as a puppy and she came along with it and it grew pretty fast, but it started off young and had a good connection. Have it save them a couple other a times. Real name, they just, just grabbed it. Yeah. Not just the next race. Yeah. Yeah. Because that would be like me saying. You're like, oh, you, oh, you're just upset because the dog died. No, I would say you're upset because Fluffy. You know, you couldn't protect right. Fluffy. Yeah, you're upset because the human died. Yeah, yeah. Same it stuff. just it didn't it didn't hit with me with this idea where her motivation now is I wasn't strong enough to save the Nexu. No, you made the Nexu into a weapon that you tried to use to kill Vukar, whether or not it's because you were afraid or thought that you weren't more powerful or you were able to, that's what you did. That'd be like me, you know, having some problems and I send my dog to do something. Well, if it died, I'd, I'd actually go, why did I do that? Now you can go with the idea. I should have been stronger, but I, I'd look in the mirror. I'm like, I'm a piece of crap, but they, it seems as if they need a motivation. For, for Lasha all the time. Lasha seems to be the one that always seems to have this need for a motivation here. I just thought that she'd like, well, let's just keep going. Now, I think that maybe the play is that at this point, reading this book, I don't know, me and you might even sit back and say, what the hell are they still doing this? Why is Tonga and why, why is Tonga? She says, why don't we go back home? And I think maybe you have to keep having that deal of what's making them go into this because they don't really have that much of a connection anymore the way it's played out especially with Cadelia was and again that's Valance's big but Cadelia has already said listen I'm I'm in Crimson Dawn that takes away mostly everything that they were into and trying to do and now you have to keep them going and now it's the next zoo and it, it just didn't hit as much with me I get it it's trying to get the feels just center on Vukura. Don't don't go. Oh, I wasn't. I'm crying because I couldn't save the next one. Just say Vukura's awful, and I want to take her down. There, there you well, go. That's well, remember last me. last issue too. It was Vukura was mad because she was having to kill the animal. Yeah, that was yeah. The, remember that? that? Big, yeah. And this is like the opposite of that. Yeah. Again, even and I, I'm glad you brought that up because then you have the idea where you were sicking the Nexu on Vukura, who kept. I mean, legitimately said. Don't make me do this. I'm yes. going to kill it. I'm good enough to kill it, and I will, but I don't want to. Please don't make me do this. And she just, you know, just kept going with it. Just mm-hmm. no, she could have called it off. She could have called it off. And at that point, almost seemed like she could have said, listen, you know, twisted that. Hey, you don't want to kill that animal? I'll take you get out of here. Don't, you know, don't go after me. Just get the hell out of here, and I'll, you know, I'll call it off. Just went full out, and then out of nowhere, you're like, oh, crap. Now, in that, I think that there's a cool deal because, again, this book, especially with Tonga and Lasha, it was really so big into the Cadelia stuff. You do have that bit, hey, Cadelia kind of is down with the Crimson Dawn, like I said, and now they can join the Crimson Dawn. They don't really want to. So where do you go with this? Well, now Lasha shows she wants to go after Vukara and get better or whatnot. But then you have to do something else, and it's Tasu, because they do end up taking down these assassins. But to take them down, Tasu goes right up against his, you know, whatever, you know, some other Narkanji. And they recognize him. They they recognize him and say, oh, why are you doing this? This guy you're protecting killed kids. He blew up a school. 
And now, what? Oh my God. Like that, that's bad. You know yeah, what I mean? Like bad. you, you yeah. find out that this guy's that bad and really seems to have just gone after Narkonji. So you end up, <laughs> the next bad thing is to ever put Tasu by himself with Omel Sempak. If you're going to do that, there's going to be problems because that guy can't keep his mouth shut anyway. <laughs> and now Tasu's pissed off and this guy's racist through and through. And so they end up going off and he's protecting him. Hey, Tasu, you protect Omel Sempak. We're going to clean up the rest. All right, let's go see what's up with this guy. Let's get paid. And even though that's weird because, you know, Tasu says they were paid ahead of time, but that's the big play. He goes, thank God we were paid in advance. He killed the guy. He ended up <laughs> killing the guy and is just sitting there over his body. Look at that guy. Look Disgusting. at his tongue sticking out. Oh, just bad. Gross. But it is one of those things where it's kind of like, all right, I don't mind that because this guy was a piece of crap. Oh, he deserved it so bad. And again, he probably didn't even think of them being kids. Also, I like the idea that through this, once you see him, the guy looks like he's like three foot two. At one point, I'm like, look at that guy. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, he killed him. So, oh yeah, he's real short. Oh, yeah, my look gosh. at that guy. Look at him. And, and, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, look at you. Uh, but with that, it's funny. I didn't even see the next cover when I said about the idea of going into that black hole. That's what the cover oh, is. Oh, no. Yeah. I, I actually expected the next issue, and I still. We see the cover. It seems like obviously we'll continue this, but I thought they were just let's get out of here and then go and do this. But this does set up something, at least in the here and now, Tasu done messed up. And there's a bunch of people now that they're going to have to fight their way out and might have, you know, might have added an enemy that'll be after them. They kind of need that with with this crew. They need something. Also, I would like the idea where they said, listen, let's go to the Crimson Dawn. And let's pretend we're in. We'll get paid. That's fun. Let's get that Dengar. That son of a gun. We're going to get Dengar. Also, let's take Kyrdun because she tried to get us killed too. So there are some things you can have. Valance, <laughs> I don't even, right now, Valance just needs to get away. I, I say get away from Darth Vader, but I, you don't even see him really with Darth Vader that much now. He's just kind of hanging. They need to do something with him. You need to get something going. And that's why I think he's gonna try to get out of there he's and then his his face will deteriorate we'll get back to us i mean he pops up in the darth vader yeah but he's always just like standing around always being he's it's never like a big story with him but the big story is is he actually happy being in the empire because that's what he always wanted but i don't think that's the case this is pretty straightforward though it's it's decent the art's pretty good right it's just what it is and it does end up, I thought that, like I said, Tonga and Lasha, they need something bigger than, oh no, the next Sue. Maybe this will be the start of that. Tasu's causing problems. Uh, but overall, it's okay. Well, what, what do you think? Yeah, I think the next issue will be interesting. Like you said, they're getting sucked into that black hole. They got to get off the ship. It sets up a pretty good adventure, maybe. Yeah, and we'll see maybe more of what Valance is up to and then, you know, get going forward with it and whatever is going on. But uh, yeah. What would you give it? I'd give it a seven. Yeah, I think I'm a seven five. I'm a little more positive yeah. than you, but it's, it's. I mean, I liked it. It's the standard art and story. Yeah, I don't think that anything in this you're going to say like you know ten issues from now. The only thing you might say, remember when Tasu killed that guy? That little that, guy but it was pretty good. I did like that page. Like that'd be the only thing. I I don't think there's anything else in this that you'd be like, oh my god, remember that? Or oh that that's going to be big. So it's kind of a setup issue. It kind of sets up some other things going on, but yeah. When Tasu killed that little guy, 
I'm like, thank God. And a lot of times in things like this in comics, you don't get that payoff that quickly. Like they end up, and I'm like, all right, that, that's a pretty good cliffhanger. That you actually is more, to me, it's not a wow cliffhanger. It's like a, thank God that guy's dead. Like it's almost <laughs> like a relief. Like that guy deserved to die and rot in hell. So yeah, and the next cover looks pretty cool. So it looks like he broke his neck, maybe broke his arm. He's a mess, this guy. I, he might have a, a knife in his hand. I don't even know what's <laughs> guy. This guy is dead and dead, dead. So yeah, all of that going on. Or you'll find out it would be a twist. You go back and he's like, Oh, this guy came in and did this. I I'm sorry. Because in the way, is that his arm that's on the yeah. it looks like another so, arm that's going and he might have- I, I wanted to ask you that i mean it's they're not it's not 100 percent that pasu killed him. it was off panel when it happened i think that what we get what we're gonna see is that other hand there might be that other narconji and he actually killed like one of his brethren that he yeah, knew I think that's that, more likely yeah i think that he knew that this omel Sempak was a bad guy deserved to die but He's he he is honorable and he ends up that's their job. He wouldn't want to. He already said earlier to the Narkanji, this is my family. I'm not going to screw them by just going with you. But does add up. And here's the deal. You do end up later when we do see him in the movies and things like that. He kind of has taken that position of leading, you know, a gang, the Narkanji and stuff like that. So eventually he will end up going back that route. But right now it seems like he's more. You know, he's loyal to Tonga and Lasha for what they've done for him. So we'll see. Yeah. It doesn't matter because nobody's going to believe him anyway. So no. And and I think it's going to play out the idea. Well, it's a shame, but you did have a job. You tried to stop but This guy killed him. And now mm-hmm. they're both dead. And then you'll see the Narcon. The Narconji seem to be dead. They did say we're, we're you know, it was a bad. We're picking them off on the dance floor right now. We're, we're going to. But it would be funny if we had an Archangel come in. Oh, no. What did you do, Tasu? Then you have a Pike come in. Oh, no. What did you do? And they just <laughs> all start fighting him. And then they get thrown in a black hole. So we'll see how it is. But yeah. he seems upset about it. But we'll see. Maybe we're right. Maybe we're wrong. But we'll see. But thanks, everybody, for listening. Did, oh, yeah. I said 7-5. forgot I gave a score. But, yeah, thanks, everybody, for listening. Again, go over to our Twitter at WS Marvel Comics. Follow us. We'll follow you back. Go over to our website. WeirdScienceMarvelComics.com and then check out our Patreon to help us out for everything we do here on the feed at uh, Patreon.com slash WeirdScience. All those will be in the show notes. Thanks, Matt, for joining me. Thanks, everybody, yep. for listening. And we will talk to you next week. Go read comics. You are all weirdos. Weird Science is the revolution. Weird Science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution.